from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Is Frank Reich the right coach for Bryce Young? You just heard some of his comments about Bryce Young. As a head coach, is he the guy to trust your most valuable asset? Is he the guy, the coach, to oversee the development of Bryce Young? First of all, let's look at his history. As a head coach, carousel of quarterbacks. Andrew Luck, not necessarily his fault that Andrew Luck uh, yeah. decided to retire. But who knows? Maybe if you protect him a bit better in that first year, he sticks around. Well, there's that. Uh, Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, and now Bryce Young. Do you know what? I'm not, I, like, for, uh, We've been doing this for a few months now, right? Hosting The Drive, and, and we've been talking every afternoon. I feel like we're friends. I'm going to let you in on, on something. I don't, I don't like calling for people's jobs. I think it's kind of messed up, right? I'm with you on that. I, I don't like saying this guy should be fired, right? That's that's his job. That's his livelihood. He's worked a long time. Or this this lady, whatever it is. Um, however, I will tell you things I think you should change up to do your job a bit better. Right? That's just my opinion. But uh, Frank Reich needs to be more of a jerk. Go on. Frank Reich needs to be a, a bit more my way or the highway. Frank Reich might be too nice. Frank Reich seems like a lovely guy. Right, he seems like if if Frank Reich was your next door neighbor, I think he'd be a fantastic next door neighbor. Right, when you're out of town, he's taking packages, putting them inside his house to make sure they don't get stolen or rained on. Right, if you ever go, uh, like I've I've a, a pulled hamstring right now, right, a little bit harder for me to mow the lawn. He's doing it without being asked. He's just like, well, I was mowing mine. I looked over yours was getting a little long. You normally keep it nice and trim, so I I, I just. Go borrow the rider mower, man. I got you. Exactly. Right? He He's the guy. We're having a yard sale. If you want to put a couple things out, we'll, we'll watch them. You know, you feel free. I don't know if that's the best way to develop a quarterback. Has, has Frank Reich, and this is like not, uh, again, this is just observational. Has he ever had a feud with a player? Seems like everybody kind of loves him, right? Yeah, not that we know of. I mean, Justin Houston, it says as soon as he called, saw Frank Reich was calling, <laughs> he told his wife, hey, we're going to Carolina before he even answered the phone. And, and that's kind of the way everything, like, you know, everyone in Philly loved him. Everyone in Indy loves him. Like, even when they moved on from him, it's like, Frank's my best friend. I love him. He's the greatest guy ever. Uh, we're going to fire him. It's like, <laughs> what is going on here? Um, the best quarterback whisperers know what they want, know what they don't want, and they don't compromise. Right, because it is kind of like a, it's like a one-person job almost. Right, you have to decide what's best for the player, and and don't let anybody else affect your opinion. Sean McVay had a falling out with Jared Goff. Everybody sees Sean McVay as this kind of quarterback whisperer. Andy Reid, Donovan McNabb, uh, uh, Freddie Mitchell, Terrell Owens, uh, Kyle Shanahan is cold-blooded. Right, these guys see what they want, they know what it takes, and they move the heck on if they need to. Frank Reich has to look at the outside world and say, this is what's best for Bryce Young, and I don't care what you think. Then he has to look internally. He has to look to, heck, look at Bryce Young and say, this is what's best for you, and I don't care what you think. I don't think it's a coincidence that so many great quarterbacks don't end up playing with their team forever. Because they get tired of people saying, I know what's best for you. 
Bill Belichick telling Brady, I know what's best for you. Brady finally had to get the heck out of there. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and it goes on and on. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Montana, all these guys didn't end up where they started or where they became famous. I think it's because it's the, the, the coaches that work well with those quarterbacks are the ones that are a little bit more headstrong. Right? And, and they aren't reasonable. That might be the best way to put it. They aren't reasonable. Because what you talk about Bryce Young struggling, and by the way, this happened on our YouTube page. Follow us on YouTube, 99.9 The Fan. Comments, subscribe while you're there. We're, we're seeing a, an uptick in subscribers, which we appreciate. Um, almost to 6,000. Almost to 6,000. You could be the 6,000th. Or you could be like, you know, 697 or 6,997. That's cool too. Don't mm-hmm. wait. Don't wait. Subscribe now. Um, but in the comments, I see this where anytime you're critical of Bryce Young, what do they bring up? Size. <laughs> that That's one thing. But uh, blockers, right? Your blockers were bad. The offensive line wasn't good. The wide receivers aren't getting open. The play, the play calling wasn't great. And you know what? All of that might be true. But I kind of want you to be uh, Denzel Washington and remember the Titans, right? Like Your blockers were bad. Your blockers, your blockers don't have anything to do with holding on to my football, right? I will break my foot off in your John Brown Hines part. Like, I need Frank Reich to look at him and go, you're turning the ball over too much. You see, Andy Dalton got in there. His blockers were bad, right? We were calling plays where he had to sit in there and and make throws, and, and he protected the football better. Right? All of that other stuff doesn't impact the core of your job, which is to do the best possible Result to make the best possible result out of the hand you're dealt. Right, I talked about this through the first two weeks. Bryce Young, the thing he was doing was compounding mistakes. A bad play call becomes him holding onto the ball too long, becomes him fumbling. Right, uh, not the 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 roster not having a deep threat to um, scare the safety that somebody might beat him deep, so the safety was able to bait him into throwing an interception. That Those are problems. Roster building problem that you don't have a deep threat uh, or didn't before DJ Chark got back. Uh, uh, roster problem that the offensive line wasn't able to protect, but you compounded the problem. I need Frank Reich in his face. I need Frank Reich in his face. And this is something Frank Reich can do, right? He, he can change. He can get a little bit more angry. Let his, his inner... Uh, I don't know, like Brian Kelly out, but only in not full Brian Kelly way. Brian Kelly is the, he's like what my brain goes to when I think of like super angry coach on the sideline. Every once in a while, it is deserved. Like when, when, when a turnover happens, I talked about this yesterday with the penalties. When offensive linemen are jumping off sides, when the quarterback is turning the ball over, when, when your team is making certain critical errors, it's not time for, oh, come over here. What'd you see? Like, let, let's, let's figure it out. What did you feel out there? I know you're working hard. You're doing everything you can. Let's, let's, no, sometimes it's, if you do that again, bleep, 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 and, and get your point across quick. This is football now. Right? This is this is not the debate team. This is not somewhere where where the, you know there's a running clock. You have ten seconds to get your point across. Get your point across. Hang up the phone metaphorically. Right? Have you ever had had the phone hung up on you in person? No. Coaches are great at it. Right? They'll be yelling at you to your face, 
and then just walk away before you get a chance to respond. And you're like, wait, no, wait, wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? The coach has already put his headset back on. He's walking towards the sideline because he wants to watch the defense. Mm-hmm. And the quarterback is sitting there like, I don't even get to respond. No, you don't get to respond. Nope, you don't. You might not like him, but that's that conversation was what's best for you. And that's what quarterback whispers, the gurus, the ones that really develop quarterbacks are good at. They know what's best for you, whether you like it or not. Frank Reich, everybody always kind of likes Frank Reich. I want you to do what's best for me, whether I like it, whether I like you or not. Be a bit more of a jerk. And by the way, that's empowering, right? Yeah. If you're if you're the GM or the owner, you go tell Frank Reich be a jerk. Frank should be like, all right, all right. I'm turning off this filter. I'm stop sugarcoating. I'm I'm saying what I think for the next 24 hours. Everybody, watch the heck out. I ask you this: Panthers are 0 3. When did they get off the Schneid? <laughs> when did they get off the Schneid? Which, by the Great way, is, question. is just a fantastic Schneid. It might be the the best word in the history of the world. When can they get off the Schneid? When can they get their first win? I was on uh, WRAL, the the morning news this morning, and they started talking about min- the Minnesota game, right? Because when when things are going rough. It's smart to just look towards the future, right? We, we, we talked about last week, we did, we, and then we looked towards Minnesota. And there's a way you could, for, like, two 0-3 teams. Minnesota is also over. They feel different, but they're also over. So there has to be some hope going into the game, right? Minnesota is, and I'm going to say this, with, with the, they're a better team, right? Their quarterback's playing better. Uh, Justin Jefferson will be the best player on the field anytime he's on the field. Uh, Jordan Addison is a nice little rookie when healthy. TJ Hawkinson is one of the best uh, uh, tight ends. Defense might, you know, might leave a little bit to be desired, but with the, the offense should be good enough to make. The Vikings, on paper, are the better team playing better football. They're 0-3. But guess what? The Panthers need this win. The Panthers need this win. Minnesota at home need this win. Because guess what's up after that? At Detroit. Detroit's playing really, really good football. This isn't your your father's or your grandfather's Detroit Lions. They're playing really, really good football. After that, at Miami. Miami is 3-0. They're playing really, really good football. They scored 70 points. Bruh. I'm not sure the Panthers have scored 70 in all three games combined. Uh, 54. There you go. Not even close. They scored 70 in one game through three games. The Panthers have 54. I'm not counting that as a win for Carolina. I'm not penciling it in. And then they have chalk a, it up. Then they have a bye week. Zero and six going into the bye week is a real possibility. Minnesota might be the best chance you have to not go into the bye zero and six and zero and six in a bye week is a real threat to enthusiasm within the team, right? It's a real threat to, right? Cause, cause you get a couple days off in your bye week. You should, right? You should you unplug, unwind, see your family, right? Take the kids to school, do all those sorts of things. But guess what else you do on a bye week when, with your time off, you hear from people right? The the metaphorical submarine that you go on for the season where you're disconnected to the outside world, you come up for air 
on a bye week, and you're going to hear everybody. And if everybody is saying, oh, you're 0-6, oh, it's it's worthless, oh, you're going to have a top three pick and you're going to have to give it to the Bears, oh, this guy stinks, oh, that guy stinks, that coach stinks, that player stinks, it's, it, it, it's a real mental drain. 0-6 in the bye week is a real possibility. And, oh, by the way, that is the scariest thing for the Panthers. The, the like, the, the you know, the horror movie? They try to they try to show you the big scariest possibility during the trailer, so you know when I go see this movie, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing coming to get me, whatever it is. In the trailer for the Panthers horror movie season, all you would do is put Roger Goodell on a stage with a podium saying, with the second overall pick acquired in a trade from the Carolina Panthers. The Chicago Bears select Drake May. Whew. And then, ah, right, the, the the screams and the lights start flashing. That's all it takes. That's the scary moment. It's like this. Have you, did you, were you an Entourage fan, the show? No, I never got into it. Okay. Um, well, uh, I know of the you're show. You're familiar of it, yeah. right? The, the main characters, the movie star, or not, I don't know if he's the main character. It's all based around a movie star, and his agent is wild and crazy out there character. Uh, very uh, brash. There's a point where uh, the agent tells the movie star and the movie star's friend, um, do you know what kills your career? And they say, making a bomb, like making a, a really bad movie, making a movie that bombs at the box office. He goes, no, passing on a hit, right? When you were the first choice for Jack in Titanic and you said, I don't get it. I don't, a boat sinks. I don't know. I don't want it. And then it goes to Leo. That's what kills your career, right? Because he could have been Leo. Like drafting a bust, if Bryce is a bust, I don't think he is, or at least not yet. But drafting a bust doesn't kill your team if you were drafting up there anyway, right? Remember the, the Cardinals drafted a bust and, bust and Josh Rosen, but it was their pick that they used. So when they had the number one pick the next year, they tried again and drafted Kyler Murray. The scary thing is trading away a pick that becomes an all-time great. Yeah. That's the scary thing. Right? If 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 the 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 Panthers just stuck at number 9, right? Took heck, overdrafted Will Levis. Like let's say they that like you may say like trading up and drafting Bryce that's bad, but it's not as bad as if they stayed and drafted Will Levis. Well, guess what? You draft Will Levis and you stink, you end up with Drake May. Like that's the thing, right? You you can really mess up your franchise by by trading up and that pick becomes someone great. That's the scary part. And 0 and 6 going into the bye week, it starts to become a bit of a of a real possibility. Cuz you might say, "Oh, we could still turn it around. Last year they went on a hot streak down the stretch under Wilkes." Yeah, I get it. I hear you. But does that happen when everyone's enthusiasm is sapped by the fact that you started 0 and 6? Because guess what comes after the, the bye? This is where it gets really interesting. Houston and Indy, both at home. Mm. C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson, both at home. If you really want to end the season, have Bryce Young lose to those two. Then you start to hear all of the what ifs, the shoulda, woulda, couldas, the why didn't we, the how did you miss, the I wanted him all alongs. I encourage you to do this, by the way. Talked about our YouTube page earlier. Yeah. Uh, we've been obviously talking a lot about Bryce Young because Bryce Young is Bryce Young and Bryce Young, Bryce Young. Uh, 
and on our YouTube page, just about every single Panthers conversation we've had recently, go in the comments. There's one of two comments are the most popular. One, I always wanted C.J. Stroud. Well, of course. Two, they believe that Frank Reich and the coaches all wanted C.J. Stroud, and it was the owner that said Bryce Young. Well, that is interesting. There's actually there might be some merit, at least to the owner, definitely wanting Bryce Young because now we did interview Scott Fitterer back mm-hmm. in April. I had a chance to interview him back then, right after the draft, and he did say, "Hey, I asked him straight up. All right, hey, when did you know that Bryce was the guy? I asked him straight up. When did he? He's like, the moment we traded up, like even before mm-hmm. that. Basically, is what he said. Like we knew he Which was going to be our guy. He kind of had to say even before that. Um, they were going after him, but. Tepper told Bryce Young long before, like, hey, we're drafting a quarterback 2023. We're drafting a QB. Like, Tepper was sold on Bryce Young. Which, again, I'm not questioning the validity of it because yeah. it, it might be true. Or it, maybe you'd say it likely is true. But I'm saying if you want those comments to go from the YouTube comments yeah. where it's relatively harmless yeah. to real conversations that are having being had everywhere – Start 0-6 going into a bye with with C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson next on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Now the we wanted uh, C.J. Stroud, we wanted Anthony Richardson conversations become real, real, real prominent. And teammates might even start having some questions, which is really, really bad. That's the kind of stakes you're playing with right now. That's my point. 